2: Hello, good people out there, and in the podcast world, cyber world. Uh, those who are, are going to be uh, watching this back uh, or listening back to this too on on our brand new Rumble channel, uh, YouTube channel, uh, as well as uh, in radio format. Once um, um we uh, get this spent on the radio as well. Um, uh, today we're going to be talking about um, Tom Brady. We got presidential candidate twenty twenty four, uh, Daryl Costine with us. Uh, he's going to be uh, helping us today. Um, and leading us in the conversation uh, to talk about Tom Brady's divorce uh, and all things regarding manhood and much, much more. You know, um, there's a lot of uh, conversation out there and just 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 our role as man leading and, and protecting uh, those who can't protect themselves, especially when we talk about children. So we had this conversation uh, in the another program on the You Live show. And we're going to continue this conversation and expand on it a little bit more. So uh, stay tuned. Do not go anywhere. We got a good brother, Brother Augustus, be with us, too, as well. And we'll be right, right back. Hey, what's up, people? Welcome to the God Pill Wisdom Show on the Transform You Media Network. This is the only show where you can try his wisdom. Make sure you check us out by visiting Instagram at God Pill Wisdom. That's God Pill Wisdom on IG. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, people? Welcome to the Guy Peel Wisdom Show. All right, uh, we are back, and as promised, uh, we got Mr. Daryl Costine. How's it going, brother?
3: Hey, it's going great, Marcus. Very nice to be with you, and also Mr. Augustus V. Nice to be here with both of you guys, and I want to say hello to everyone tuning in right now. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, indeed, uh, brother Augustus, how are you doing?
0: Not bad, not bad. Uh, glad to be back.
2: Yeah, so, you know, as I uh, promised on the other side, you know, uh we we talked uh, a little bit and um uh, we, we kind of continuing on this conversation. Um uh, but we we, we want to start with like the leading topic, you know, let's uh address the first elephant and the, in the room so to speak, you know, uh, with, um with uh Mr. Brady, you know, uh, who's uh, you know, who I, who I definitely admire, you know, he's a great athlete, uh, definitely a a good uh, model of a man. Uh, you know, um, yeah, in some respects, I mean, you know, everybody has their flaws and everything they can work on. But you know, I, I definitely like to hear from uh, from you and uh, as well, brother Gus. Uh, what, what do you guys, uh, you know, like? Uh, let's start with Daryl. Uh, you know, what, you, what what are your initial thoughts uh, regarding the situation here?
3: Yeah, so this is a topic I, I know quite well. I grew up in Boston and saw all of this kind of firsthand. I remember the game the Mo Lewis hit on Bledsoe the. The wonderful 11-5 and five season, the Super Bowl, and, and everything that, that happened, um, I did become aware, I kind of got hip to some of the more concerning things that we're seeing playing out now. About 10 years ago, a friend of mine, actually, they used to have dinner with the Bradys once a year, Tom and Giselle, and uh, there's this kind of funny story that you know they would go there and have dinner. And Giselle would be just riding him and just insulting him and kind of scolding him, yelling at him, treating him like he's, you know, a little boy. And that was kind of the first indication that there were definitely some Jada and Will Smith vibes at work in that relationship. And I watched a, a transformation begin to happen with Tom and began to find out some unfortunate things, uh, about Giselle. And this is, this stuff is all public knowledge. The articles, yeah. this stuff has been out in, in broad daylight for, for many years. And it's, it's a very, it's, it's a bit of a sad topic and it sort of parallels a lot of what's happened nationally and even globally, the moral declension and the feminization of our men. And, uh, Giselle openly practices witchcraft. She makes Ooh. no bones yeah. about this. She talks about it on talk shows. She's been very open about this, and she declares herself as a good witch. And these are confirmed things that Tom Brady in interviews confirmed that she would tell him before games which games he would win, tell him which seasons they would win the Super Bowl and say, the spirits just want you to do this, this, and this. The spirits want you, and she would make little altars for him. And he actually wears magic stones before games. And uh, all of this, so there was a storm coming. And I saw it coming for for many years. And now it's kind of reaching ahead. And, uh, you know, I had a friendship with his father. We had a loose correspondence, mostly positive for several years. But uh, about three or four years ago, I, I kind of actually gently reached out to him and said, you know, hey, you might want to take a look at this because Tom Brady was raised Christian, raised Catholic. And, you know, we understand as Christian men, the term for anything that isn't that is idolatry and sorcery. Mm. And in this case, it's not a speculative thing. This is openly what it is. And, you know, Giselle has been weaving her witchcraft for Tom and has slowly taken over his identity and he has given her the reins to do that. He has authorized her to make all of his decisions for him, including the decision to leave the Patriots to go to Tampa Bay. That went well for him. Um, But this is about things much more important, actually, than results on the field. This is about a man's soul and this is about the soul of his children. And what has been going on now is if you've been reading the tea leaves and paying attention, Tom Brady has essentially destroyed his credibility and his integrity. If you look at, for example, the way in which he's been acting, I don't know if you guys remember when he went on the shop with LeBron James and joking around saying that 90% of the things that he said, you know, he didn't mean. And made this comment, this really edgy comment about in the offseason, he decided not to go to a team because they wanted to stick with that MFR. And mm-hmm. he didn't name who that person was, you know. And, and the reality check on that is that that's actually not an edgy thing to do. That's yeah. actually a very cowardly thing to do, to go out and to call someone an mf'er. But not to say who that person is and to leave it up to others to speculate which one of the four or five people it was. So this new tough guy, Tom Brady, uh, is not very tough at all. And this little web now is becoming very bad. And now with the situation with the divorce looming with Giselle, she's now... Terrorizing him because he has given her the authority to make all of these decisions, and now he looks around and these isn't these aren't his things; these are her tools, her weapons. And uh, now the off season, people know that he didn't show up for training camp, and when he came back, his face looked very different. And this is something that has been going on for some time. And I think that this is part of the root conflict that you're seeing in that household. Is that's her influence on him? Is uh, you know, hey Tom, let's go to the clinic. This will be fun. This will be. But no, this is not fun. This is not something that a seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback needs to be doing. And I think that he was rightly very embarrassed when social media picked up on that. And probably that's the cause of the conflict. But what we also know about these people is that they craft their own narratives. And Mm -hmm. the way in which he left New England, this is a very good example of this. Tom Brady, under Giselle's leadership, had decided years earlier that he was going to be leaving that franchise. And that was her decision. And again, we have the actual stories to back this up. After winning the Super Bowl, her dragging him to Robert Kraft's house like a little boy, screaming and yelling, and essentially demanding to be traded. Um, This was, again, not – this is not normal behavior for a masculine guy. This is not normal behavior. And now this is the third time that he's missed – OTAs, and now this year, even additional time in training camp for whatever stuff relating to Giselle, um, people make a big deal about him going home to her, retiring, whether he does or he doesn't. A lot of people in their 40s are still working. So Mm -hmm. what what is this horrible thing that she's been left at home uh, as a 42-year-old so-called model with literally zero curves uh what what is so horrible about her being left at the house to raise tom brady's children so now this conflict is coming to a head and a b a b's gotten involved in this now Mm
2: -hmm. and this
3: and by the way if you follow this stuff with a b I can tell you right now, I know exactly what the start of the problem is with the Tom Brady. And A.B.'s been knocked all over the place, and he's been used and abused, and he's a very confused person. But Tom Brady and this little clique, he's got the TB12 thing with Alex Guerrero, the trainer. What they do, this guy is essentially a snake oil salesman. He's an NLM type guy, and he got his hooks into Brady. And this was another thing that I, again, warned his father about 10 years ago. I said, hey, just a reminder, your son's pretty good at being a quarterback. He doesn't need to be selling vitamins on TomBrady.com to his audience. He's okay. He doesn't need a second job selling somebody else's snake oil, but what happens is these types of entities these mlm based programs and products they do by nature operate like a cult and i don't know if you've ever spent any time in los angeles but you've been in los angeles you know this type very well this is 50% of the economy this is the magic water cult the 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 magic smoothie cult and i look i'm a, I, i'm all in favor of uh, owning health and wellness. And I think it's a very important topic. It's part of my platform, but you know, this, I have a magic water machine come in my house. It fixes everything in your life. And Oh, by the way, I can sell it to you and then you can sell it to other people. This is a demonic business model. Yeah. And this is the kind of person on the one hand, Alex Carrero, and he's been discredited. He's been sued for making these types of claims so he had two very demonic influences come in. And Tom Brady, this kind of nice working class kid in the middle, he's got a woman running his life, making all of his decisions around magical gemstones and talking to spirits through altars. And he's got another guy who's using him to sell his $50,000 stretches. This is where Long Segway the A-B thing comes in, because if you mm-hmm. notice now, Tom Brady empowered Tom Brady, bringing people to the Buccaneers, making them to place the beat. Well, part of that, what happens is, come be a part of the TV-12 click. And that started, Rob Gronkowski was the first guy to kind of join into the TV-12 click. And you saw yeah. them, this was when they sat out of the OTAs together. I mean, this was really... This was a very big story. You essentially had Gronk and Brady unionizing against Tom Brady. And really, when you understand that conflict, uh, Belichick, Belichick is the architect of the Patriot way. And mm-hmm. this has been going on for so long. And you know this you're a Milwaukee guy, a Bucks guy.
1: It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchased during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31st, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com seasonofgivingback season of giving back for details.
3: You know your region better than anybody else. So uh, those of us that grew up in Boston, we know the reality, which is that Tom Brady didn't pop out of the womb as Peyton Manning. He was a game manager. And this is a guy who threw 18 touchdown passes to 12 interceptions his rookie season and threw one touchdown in the playoffs in that first Super Bowl. So the whole Brady versus Belichick question, uh, it's it's just – It's sort of a ridiculous question because Tom Brady, in all likelihood, probably never plays a snap in the NFL if it's not for Bill Belichick. And, you know, Brady did not make Belichick. And the question is not, can Belichick prove that he can win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady? The question is, can he win a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback? And he already did that the first three times because Tom Brady Mm -hmm. was a game manager for that. So this is where understanding you want to go somewhere else later in your career, surround yourself with weapons. He's entitled to make that decision. But where the line in the sand kind of had to be drawn is when he started playing the media games to push a narrative uh, that just wasn't true, suggesting and actually stating, people still say this, how does Bill Belichick look for pushing Tom Brady out the door? That didn't happen. And we know that. We know Robert Kraut. How much money will it take? So to leave is one thing, but to turn around and to actually use someone like Skip Bayless, who, for anybody that hasn't figured it out, is Tom Brady's publicist, to (laughs) push a very hostile narrative uh, that this guy pushed you out of town to divide the fan base and make it difficult for that franchise to be successful after – that's where, okay, we have to set the record straight here a little bit. We have to put this on ice, and we have to really examine the whole case of Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He is the GOAT. He does have the greatest legacy, but he's a unique GOAT in the fact that uh, his career is a one-in-a-million shot, and if it goes any other way, there's a very good chance that we don't even know who he is, right? Michael Jordan could have been drafted anywhere else, and he still would have been Michael Jordan. LeBron James still would have been LeBron James, right? That's not the case with Tom Brady. So uh, reality, Aaron Rodgers, and I've said this for 10 years, Aaron Rodgers is a statistically and factually a better quarterback than Tom Brady. He is, in my opinion, the best actual thrower of the football, and that actually carries over even to the playoffs as well. He has a passer rating of 10 points higher than him. So yeah. the question is, you know, if you've got better statistics and you are a better thrower of the football and you have less success in the playoffs, what does that mean? Well, it means that your team hasn't performed as well as as the other guy um, going into the weeds a little bit on that. But the, the real topic here, the, the concern is about the which spirit that Tom Brady has allowed to take over his life. And now he is bending himself into a pretzel, and it's not going to go well. The A.B. thing, he tried to bring him into the TB12 click, and you saw A.B. He put Guerrero on blast because he was asking him for $50,000 for his massages. So it's, yeah, come with us. We'll we'll make you – we'll rehabilitate you. We'll get you back on the team. Um, You know, this is why you have Tom Brady force-feeding him 11 passes to get a bonus on the end of the season. It's so that he can pay Alex Guerrero. And I think A.B. looked and realized that this guy doesn't care about me. This guy isn't my friend. This guy is using me. And I think that you're seeing that now lashing out. And it's certainly a bit of – it's not a Christian term, but the term karma sort of applies here if you look at some of the stuff on social media. That's going on with A.B. and some of the different things with Tom Brady, the way that he retired and unretired this year. I saw the exact same thing going on when you had those stories coming out about B.A. saying that he and Leftwich had issues with B.A. There were no issues there. What that was about is that's about planting the narrative Because that was going to be the justification for him going to Miami. And that was the decision that Giselle had made for him. And that blew up in their face. And then, you know, Tom Brady likes to look like he's a a nice guy helping, you know, helping Todd Bowles get a coaching job. But real talk, he's almost certainly the reason why Brian Flores got fired. So it's all of these slimy uh, deals behind the scenes. And you can go win another seven Super Bowls, but this is just, this is not respectable behavior for a man. And now he's got some very real consequences coming to him in his personal life. So I'm sort of here to issue the warning one last time. <clears throat> the right thing to do here is to ditch the witch and repent and turn back to Father God. And I think, ironically, that's kind of what the country needs to do. So... Um, a little bit of a long-winded introduction but i covered probably 50 percent of the things that i i had on my my to-do list there
2: <laughs> hey but the, hey it was good stuff um Augustus, i'll let you leave um you know with some you know any questions or any um, insightful comments or things you want to like you know um pass along to uh, daryl uh, mr Costing.
0: man um man that that uh <laughs> Mr 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 Constantine you uh, opened quite the can of worms uh there <laughs> um man there's a lot with this I'm over here I'm on uh Twitter right now and um I'm seeing this post that uh AB just uh, posted on yep. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> on Tom Brady and uh his marriage uh for for those that haven't seen it it's mm-hmm. a uh, it's a cover of the children's book "Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's photoshopped where Tom Brady is. <laughs> he has his packed bag on the doorstep, <laughs> and a is the- in the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious, but it's it's very sad and it's very real. And um, man, yep. I'm I'm that's all I'm gonna say on that. But there's a couple of things that I do want to point out with this relationship and I want to, I want to kind of hit on some things that a lot of the audience that's listening could kind of look out for because a lot of people may look at these issues and say, Oh, well, you know, that's, that's Tom Brady. Like, I mean, he, he, he's the man. Of course he's going to come across bigger problems. Look at how much money he has. Of course he's going to have bigger problems. But, um, these are issues that we're all dealing with. Everyone that, um, are in the uh, marriage game, everyone that's looking to get into the marriage game, everyone that's really in America that's looking for what we call love. And uh, there's a couple of things that we have to look at. Some things that uh, Tom Brady uh, may have done wrong and some things that Giselle may have done wrong. So first off, I want to point out the work-life balance issue. Um, We already know, you know, what Tom Brady does. We already know the type of work that goes into his, his job. Uh, Giselle, on the other hand, um, she's a working woman. She's a top model, top model, supermodel. And um, that makes her. Not in my top
3: 10, but yeah, I'll go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it's, it's. I, I, she's not in a lot of people's top ten, but she's acting like she's number one. See, mm-hmm. and she's a that makes her a career woman. And there's something that I want a lot of the brothers that's listening to this to understand: career women are not feminine. Career women are not feminine. Uh, it worked in the '60s. It was permissible in the '80s. But I'm sorry. Uh, the moment Clinton came in and this new stream of laws came out, uh, it's just not it, – it doesn't work anymore. Uh, career women, they're absolutely not feminine, and they want to do everything that we get the privileges to do as working men, as the ones that bring the deer on the table and has it there for somebody to prepare to feed the children. See but um that's one thing so she's a career woman she's not a housewife second of all uh there's a point that you made that's very big she's a witch she's a witch um marriage whether people remember uh you know know this or not it's a god-given institution marriage is given by god and whether people like it or not, I know they don't like it these days, especially in this side of the world, but marriage is not supposed to work without God. Mm. It's not supposed to work. If a marriage worked without God, they got lucky. They did something that was godly, but either way, God was in it. Um When you watch the black and white movies, those marriages, they worked out great. Even if the husband was a rebel, it worked out great because they followed godly principles that led to a good marriage. Um, Giselle, she's a witch. You can't have a godly marriage with the witch as the wife, as the mother of the children. It's not going to work. Another thing, and then uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic. America's laws. America's laws reward divorce. And the reason why, uh, for those that may not recognize this, but divorce brings the money back into society. Mm -hmm. See, the wedding is one thing, but you can only marry one time until you get divorced. See, So long-term marriages, it keeps the money within the legacy. Divorce brings the money back into society long-term marriages keeps the money within the legacy. So if the society is going to benefit from a marriage, unless the, uh, unless the husband is a fortune 500 fortune 2000 tycoon, then they're going to have to divorce for that money to go back into society. See, because the marriage could have upwards of, Hundreds of thousands of dollars placed into it. But how many times are marriages getting married that stay with the same uh, uh, people that, that don't break up? So for that money to go back into society, it has to be by way of fees, court fees, and alimony also by way of divorce. So when you look at these things all together, there's the work-life balance issue. Um uh, what, what can what can gentlemen do to avoid this issue? You marry a woman that is feminine, you marry a woman that is not necessarily a career woman the for the entire marriage or for the entire child's uh children's childhood. You marry someone that is willing to become a housewife. See. Um second of all, this one should be easy. Don't marry a witch. <laughs> <laughs> don't marry a witch yeah and thirdly understand that these laws are not in place for you to stay married so you have to fight against these things not fight against the law but understand that these things are against you and tom brady he has his special you know uh scenarios and issues that he's dealing with but there's there's a tom brady with all of us because we're all dealing with these issues.
2: So, uh, Daryl, you know, yeah, after hearing that, you know, and, um, you know, this, uh, be for both of you guys, um, too, you know, uh, and, um, Hearing that, you know, Tom Brady is a part of this, net, you know, this glorified network marketing clique, <laughs> so, like, because that's what it is. <laughs> it's a glorified network marketing uh, scheme. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of those things that go on, and I, I can't really trust those things because you, you get one of those things, they, they, they treat you like an occult.
1: It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details.
2: And you know, being being a part of those uh, those, uh, surrounding yourself around those type of people, and um, and we just and we just look at the structure of, of, of how how our government you know um, is being run, how like you know how you know we we expect leaders to stand firm on um, on 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 a foundation that was uh, built on Christian values and Christian principles, uh, but you know they allow these these cult like people. Um, to pull the strings, and um, you know these big pharma companies, uh, these these other lobbyists that, that come in, and you know, very similar to what's happening, you know, to, to Mr. Brady, you know, and, um, and and you mentioned at the end of your spiel that like you know, America has to turn away, you know, from the witch too, you know, you know, how how do yeah. we do that? How do we do that?
3: Well, I, it's it's as simple as getting on your knees, and you know, and telling God that you're sorry. I mean, and that—that's kind of the first step is you've got to repent and and you've got to turn back. You know, I do want to put my politician hat on here for a second, and but the ladies watching, you know, career women if if this is what you choose to do, I I don't think anybody on here is suggesting that you should be able to. Uh, It's a question about what is what's more desirable to us as men, and I've always looked at it as a, a luxury to be able to not need somebody to also be out working 40 or 60 hours a week. It boggles my mind why a professional athlete who makes money like Tom Brady would feel the need to get with someone like that. But that in and of itself, yeah, the big thing is this this is a witch. This is an openly practicing witch, and not only marrying her, but actually giving her her the head of the household. And you can see very clearly if you look, but she has been making all of the decisions in that household, and she has turned Tom Brady into this slimy sort of two-faced toad at the end of her leash and going around and shaking Aaron Rodgers' hand. But at the same time, Skip Bayless is out there trashing these people, and why is he doing that? Why does he have so much hatred towards Aaron Rodgers? Why does he have so much hatred towards Bill Belichick? it's because these are the two people that uh, you know sort of cast a bit of shade on the myth of tom brady as just the greatest thing since sliced bread so when you work the media channels in that way and this is this is now what he's running into this is all giselle's hollywood witchcraft infrastructure that she brought into the household and said tom now we're going to show you how you win the breakup with the patriots and make them look like, you know, like they pushed you out of town. But now she's telling him, because I I don't actually think that she wants the divorce. And you have to understand that every story with celebrities, when you read these things, friends say uh, this is happening or that's happening. Nine out of 10 times, this is just celebrities telling their story. And what ends up happening is that the people that aren't interested in playing games with the media like Aaron Rodgers who does the Pat McAfee show and is very frank and honest and tells you what's on his mind tells you what he does ayahuasca in the offseason he he has this reputation as being a diva when you have Tom Brady flipping the entire NFL around leaking his retirements around championship games and uh so now she sort of pushing all of these stories out there to terrorize Tom and letting him know, you know, don't you dare go away from this because I'm going to humiliate you afterwards. I don't think that Giselle at age 42 and part of where I think her stress comes from is, Oh my gosh, my modeling career, which I think she, again, last time I'm going to say it, she should be very thankful that she had one to begin with, but she's, What do I do now? And I'm losing all of this time because he's out there winning Super Bowls. She does not really what's there for her after this. So what she's doing is she's psychologically terrorizing Tom through the media, using these different things to say, hey, Tom, if you don't come back to me. And this was also part of it was just to cover up for the story about his face, because this was a very embarrassing thing for him. So let's weave this narrative. But now it's kind of taken on taken on a, a tale of its own. But we have to do it very simple. We have to rebuke the demons uh, that that are that are destroying our society. And the witch spirit is certainly a very big. We have to rebuke the stuff when it's predatory to children. We have to call it out and we have to cast it out. And we all have our preferences. It sounds like all of us here prefer to be with a more feminine woman, but. It's okay if other women out there don't want to do that, but we can't have witches running our lives. And we look at Tom Brady, this this great athlete, the the downfall of what he's going through, it, it is essentially the, the same thing that's happened. So the big part of it also, because I don't like it when it sounds like we're kind of lecturing women, because I've always sort of said if you, if you do believe in a biblical, hierarchical view, you recognize that. Yeah, the man's at the head of the table, but that's a responsibility to be the steward and the guardian of our women. And when the women are misbehaving, it's really speaking to us not fulfilling our role at that head of the table. So I'm much more interested in helping build men up together so that we can come back to being uh, proper, good, healthy Christian leaders. We have to make that first step as men. We have to back to god we have to go back to church we have to and then start bringing our family start reading scripture to them reading the bible societally and this fits into my vision to make america christian again we want to be encouraging again we have the 18 years paid maternity leave we want to make this easier because some people i used the word luxury and privilege earlier a lot of people don't have that luxury and privilege and the whole thing about women in the workplace this started as a reaction to World War II because the men were overseas and we had the mm-hmm. we needed help here at home, and the women rolled up their sleeves quite literally and helped out. Uh, but mm-hmm. the men came home, and we kept the women in the workplace. and, and a lot of times, this is not really this is we we've, we've used this as an equality thing, but for a woman to be working in a factory or working at a chipotle, this is. It's almost degrading because a woman has a natural God-given value to a man to where she really doesn't need to work if she doesn't want to. And in fact, yeah. the woman has a very powerful role of inspiring the man with her beauty and her warmth that she brings to the household. That's worth it. We'll conquer We'll, we'll conquer the world for that. Um, so it's kind of about right. kind of reharmonizing. And we've been investing as a society, we've been investing money in the opposite. We've been investing to push women to schools. So now I want to say, look, if you, if you guys want to keep the mother at home, let's give you something like $3,000 a month for 18 years because mm-hmm. we know how much better the children turn out in that model statistically speaking. So this is actually going to be a massive boon for the economy. So it's not, it's not so much about, and this is where the last thing I'm going to say, because I know I'm, I'm hogging up the airtime here, but I am, I am a little bit passionate about this project. Oh no, this, this, topic, are you all right? good.
2: this is great. Uh,
3: but all of this, I mean, and even, even Giselle, she is behind all of these slimy things that Tom's been doing and, and has blow up in his face. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady is still responsible for this, right? I mean, we look in in the Bible. Salome may have ordered the head of John the Baptist, but Herod is the one that delivered it to her. So he is accountable for his actions, and he has brought on some very real biblical scriptural consequences that are going to have generational impact on the Brady family which is essentially what i told his father uh if he does not he's kind of he's gone past the point of of you know stopping damage has been done same way it has for us as a nation a lot of people on the christian spectrum will tell you it's too late for under judgment that may well be true but the only thing to do is to Turn around, get on your knees, and ask God for forgiveness. That's what we need to do as a nation, and that's what Tom Brady needs to do. He needs to get the nonsense out of his life. Maybe it's not Maybe it's not divorce Giselle. Maybe it's put her in, his, in her place. Maybe it's tell her this is a Christian household, and you're welcome back because I have children with you, uh, but the witchcraft has got to go. And maybe it's some public apologies to people like Bill Belichick uh, that he has damaged along the way with these slimy behaviors. So those are my I guess my my last words on, on that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and Brother Augustus,
2: um I let you get some last words in um, you know, too, you know, and you know, we we dealt with this Will and Jada complex, you know, like we we, we did a couple of episodes <laughs> yeah. on this and uh um, oh, yeah. and, and just the Man, you know everything you're covering right now, brother, um, brother Daryl. You know we we talk uh, talk a great deal on this topic, and that's why I'm, uh, you know, it's a blessing to have you on our on, on our platform here tonight to, you know, to just you. really. Uh, give our audience a special treat and, in uh, and, and a further, you know, um, zone in expansion on, on the Tom Brady uh, situation and how it just relates to, like, you know, just what's happened with our nation, and what, what's happened with a lot of a lot of men in their, in their own households and what the battle is, and you know, and I, I see, you know, uh, just you know, this whole idea of uh, repentance and you know, and and you know, and really, um, not so much, I guess, casting the stone at women, but. You know, um, restoring women back to their natural place, and and um, and then allow and, and this this allowing for man to, to flourish again. You know, so man can be real man and and really lead the way they're supposed to lead. You know, um, this is this is, this is great, brother Gus. Is you know, I hand it over to you to you know um what you know to for some for, for some other additional remarks.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, man. Out of, out of everything that I'm hearing today, something that just keeps coming up is that this woman is a witch. And, uh, it's, it's, it's just such bad news. Um, but I don't think a lot of folks out there, the men in, uh, the, the men, uh, more and more in particular, I don't think we're realizing what witches are. Hmm. And this, this brings me to a question that we all need to ask ourselves uh the listeners uh what is a witch what is a witch see because i think a lot of us let witches in our own home without even realizing it pop culture hollywood they have done a number on us for those that don't know i don't want to get too deep that's that's becoming my favorite line i don't want to get too deep yeah, will be another conversation. We'll be here for another hour. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. But ho- Hollywood, people don't understand. Witchcraft is so embedded into Hollywood. Hollywood is the same type of wood that is used by Harry Potter for his magic wand. Mm-hmm. This is the type of wood that witches and sorcerers use for their magic wands. It's called Hollywood. That's why when you will see old school renditions of a witch, she'll be flying on a broom. That broom was made out of Hollywood. She would carry the broom around, and she can make a potion on the spot. She already has her Hollywood with her, see? Mm. So people don't understand. When you allow Hollywood to put something in your mind, you're allowing a very subtle spell. Just look at all the actors for Disney. How many of them committed suicide? And how many of them are back crazy now? See. Wow. So we gotta ask ourselves what is a witch? Ladies, I'm sorry, I'm not speaking to you right now. <laughs> but if you're listening, don't you know this is this is very insightful and you could definitely benefit from learning this. All right. But I'm speaking to the fellas right now. Fellas, if your girl, if your girlfriend or your wife, if she does yoga. I'm sorry, she's a witch. Uh, yoga in America is a uh, is really a abomination in comparison to uh, Eastern yoga. Yoga in America, your girl she goes to the class wearing leggings. Mm-hmm. She's doing highly sexual positions in these leggings, wow. and she will and she will tell you that she's doing it to generate her sexual energy. She'll tell you this to your face. That's a witch. That's a sex witch. Um, horoscopes, if she, if she tells your sign and uh, pays attention to your personality due to your birthday, that's a witch. That's witchcraft. Horoscopes is witchcraft. If she has ever played with a Ouija board, she's a witch. If she has ever read Harry Potter growing up. If she even keeps up with it today, she's a witch. She knows how to do those spells because they teach you those spells in Harry Potter. I could keep going. I mean, the list goes on and on. Law
3: yeah. of attraction, law. You know, law of attraction. This is other stuff that we get into also, which is witchcraft. And this is where, as men, we do have to. You're what you're saying is absolutely correct, and it's not to to chastise the women, but, but, you know, you, you get, you go down this is how you end up where Tom Brady is, where he's given his soul over to a witch. It starts with wish fulfillment. And uh, you know, this is idolatry and sorcery and, and it's just go back to scripture. And that is our responsibility as men, you know, the girls that play around with the horoscopes, but yeah, that's not something as men that we want to be, we want to be co-signing on. Uh, and and actually, when it comes time to make that family, you have to put those boundaries up. This is the big. This is the big issue, because this is our fundamental responsibility as men is to put boundaries up in the society and in the family. And we haven't done that because we didn't do that. We have allowed the demonic spirits to have unfettered access to our women and our children. So. Wow what they're dealing with it goes back to us and I I am so glad that you talked about Hollywood because you're absolutely right this is the whole and Giselle is a you know a Hollywood person what people see on their televisions they don't understand that they are watching a powerful black magic based brainwashing military grade weapon that has been installed in their households And now on their phones. And we do have to look at this stuff much more seriously. And this is where I'm all in favor of allowing people to speak like the conversation that we're having. But we have, because of this freedom of speech, we've given a pass to something that is in our homes that's shaping the spiritual and intellectual identity of our entire country. And the people that are behind the programming do not have our best interests in mind, to put it mildly. Uh, And if you look and you look into the history, and it's one of those things, when you look at it, it's there. So this is something that sets me apart because Republicans are limited government, small government, this or that. No, this is – we have to look at this stuff. We have to look Mm -hmm. at the – we have to push the pornography out. We need a federal ban on pornography. We need to monitor – what is going on in our televisions we have the right to do that in a democratic society the same way that you know we say that we don't want you to be able to sell cigarettes to minors we have the right to say that we don't want you to push the stuff into our homes because now they're telling us how it's going to be and that's that's not how mm-hmm. it's got to work so we yeah. the people have to stand up and actually give our right that the democracy allows us to put some meaningful standards because once you see it, and I can tell Augustus the Fifth, you, your eyes are open to this. Once you see it, you can't look away. And yeah. when you realize the impact, this is the term: manufactured consent. In a free society, people go around making choices, but they don't mm. understand that they've been conditioned to make these choices. And the choices yeah. that we've been conditioning our citizens to make are decisions that lead to to hell, essentially, uh, sure. physically mm. and and you know, metaphysically as well. So uh, that could be, I think we could, we, it sounds like we could talk about that topic much more as well, but I want to thank you, Augustus, for, for bringing that up because it's, it's so critically important and we do need to impose that biblical perspective of, okay, what is this? What is this? You know, write a list of how much money I'm worth and the galaxy gives it to me and does this line mm. up with the bible no it doesn't it doesn't line up with the bible and and mm-hmm. what's what's ironic is that the bible is very powerful when you read yeah. god's promises ask in my mm. name and you shall receive right mm. but you're not asking for it in god's name you're asking for it in your name and you're saying mm. i'm the universe and the universe gives to me whatever i want and that mm. mindset wow. that is luciferianism that is the core of wow. being lucifer being at one with everything, being the God of the universe and making it whatever you want. And that quickly wow. becomes hell because we're actually not very good at making things how we want. Uh, okay. It's actually best when we're obedient to God. Right. We huh. have a very wonderful process of how we're able to receive God's blessings. And that's through the example of Jesus Christ. And in a society, in a country, a Christian country, that's okay. the way that we do it. And this is the subtle trick because it is magic it is quite literally magic they changed mm-hmm. the perception of reality they shoved a generation of kids with psychoactive drugs and mm. over a 5 or 10 year period they completely flipped the reality upside down we need to look go back to that and realize that we threw out what this country is which is christianity i mean yeah. that's that's what are this the, the gift it's not capitalism. That's not the gift to give to the world. It's the gift of Christianity. And it starts at home. It's a, it's a micro and a macro. And the good news is Mm -hmm. that all of us as men have the ability to put lovely homes together for ourselves in this world. I'm not worried about any of your listeners that are in on this stuff because you guys are all kicking butt. You're probably making money in the stock markets and all of these things. Um, but it's it's about the bigger picture. We want we right. to put those boundaries mm-hmm. up. And this is where when we talk about children's rights, and I won't use charged topics, but when we talk about children's rights and the things that we're pushing on children, we revert to don't tell my child that. It's not enough. You don't get to tell any child that. You don't get right. to tell a child, any child, uh, something that disorders their identity in such an intimate way. So we have to actually put our big boy pants up as men and say, this is not okay. You're not okay to sell this at Target. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. And that's really the one issue that you're not really allowed to talk about. And for me, it's almost the only issue that I care about. I don't yeah. care about tax rates. I don't care about these things, whatever you want. Let's have it. The thing that's not okay, the thing I care about it's the children, and we have to go back to defending the children, and it starts with us. It falls to us as men. We're not going to get our way out of this by finding cute girls to go and say messages about liberty. To. It's, it's got to be us as men. We have to step forward That's and, right. and right the ship and put those barriers back up. Because we love our women and our children too much – to allow them to be attacked by these demons any longer.
0: That's right.
2: Well, that's, well, that's, that's a great way to like, you know, really wrap a bow around this thing. And, um, can't, can't thank you guys enough. Um, you know, very, you know, it's a very, very much an honor and, um, and, uh, you know, glory to our God for this, um, this moment today. Um, do us a favor, you know, and just, you know, uh, once again, I, I know we got to scroll in, you know, for those who are listening, you know, um, you know, out of your own mouth, just tell us, you know, what your website is and, um, and, and how, how, how they can get in touch with you.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's very simple. I don't do social media. It's Constantine 2024com That's the campaign website. We're just starting it now. Uh, my main focus right now is challenging Donald Trump, challenging his leadership or lack thereof generating a conversation we have to wait until the midterms or the the election coming next month before we can kind of formally do things but Mm -hmm. uh, i'm i'm uh, looking forward to talking to any but i've made a decision not to talk to the media outlets because both sides are kind of bought and paid for and you can see they're both manufacturing their sort of consent and it's it's just not a it's not an interesting conversation i want to talk to real people people like both of you gentlemen that were on here tonight. so I look forward to hearing from anyone and and I just I appreciate everyone tuning in and listening to my ideas one way or another and I do want to say even if you think I'm totally wrong what I, what I promise you is it's from my heart. I'm doing what I think is best and I assume the same for everyone else uh, and I just encourage everybody to turn to their heart and, and look at that but wow this was a, this was really really fun. Uh, I got a, I think I said my top ten MBA list. So I'll shoehorn that in here real quick. I got yeah. Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, Kareem, Shaq, Tim Duncan, Hakeem, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant. That's my ten. Hey, that's uh, that's not a bad yeah. list. And then Bird, Magic. I do have Bird ahead of Magic um, uh-huh. slightly. And yeah, okay. That's I got my ten in. So. Yeah. Elja Baylor, yeah. Jerry West. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: that that's, that's not a, a bad list. That's that's a great you know, that's a great uh team right there. You know, so. and Steph
3: Curry, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ask Steph stuff, stuff in there, so definitely. He finally got his MVP. He did need the MVP because yeah. as a top dog and to have four championships no finals MVP, but he's there. But I still I put Dur- Durant is better than him, in my opinion. I still mm-hmm. think Durant's a better player
2: yeah steph Steph's <laughs> much better, um, a much better leader you know uh but you know durant you know is definitely you know skill overall yeah definitely kd yeah
3: a few years Giannis, Giannis will be on, be on that list he'll be on that list pretty soon so definitely yeah,
2: yeah So uh so yeah so, <laughs> so, so so with that being said you know uh you know my my cat came in to kind of interrupt the party uh, uh so uh Ladies and gentlemen, but you know, boys and girls, those uh, those out there who's uh, listening and um, who, uh, who who care to continue to support the show. Uh, if you're watching on um, YouTube uh, and on Rumble, you know, because this episode will be landing on, on Rumble. It'll be our first episode on Rumble and our first episode on our on, on our new Godfield Wisdom uh, podcast uh, channel. On um, do us a favor by you know liking, subscribing, leaving us a comment. Um, do share with someone you know, someone you don't know, to further the message. And um, also leave reviews too. You know, if you got direct questions from Mr. Constein, uh, we will pass that along to him as well. Um, or just go straight to the website, uh, and you know, and you know, and we have that in episode descriptions uh, for the playback as well. Uh, those who join us live, you know, there was a you know a, a bunch of you guys uh, who joined us live. Thank you guys. Uh, I, I will make sure to uh, pass along your comments too. Uh, to Mr. Constein, you know, if you have any comments, you can always leave those comments after the stream is over with too. And, and I will, uh, we will get those comments. Um, don't forget to follow us on IG at God pill wisdom. Uh, we are on IG and you can also find us as well. Um, again, um, YouTube rumble and, um, and we on the transforming media network. So until next time, uh, Oh yeah. Almost forgot, you know, uh AugustusVon.com, You know, uh, a lot of our, a lot of, a lot of good stuff there on the Wisdom Library. Uh, so, yes, sir. so uh, that's all we got. You know, until next time, uh, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. Uh, we are out. Thank you,
3: Marcus Augustus. God bless you both. God bless.
0: And God bless.